You control the guy or the woman who runs the run, run brings out the carts on, 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 on a forklift. It's time for the Buff Show. One hundred year. Look, here's the lives. It's just. It's. Just, I mean, you think about it. And no idea what you said, Joe, but we understand the Buff Show. Deeply held by. Uh... By President, stop moving that, 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 that uh, you know, what's this thing called? That's a teleprompter, Joe. We'll take it from here. Let's go from here. Go, Brandon, I agree. And here's your host, Matt Buff. Welcome to the Buff Show, AM 950, 94.9 FM, The Answer Orlando, Matt Buff, your host in the Liam Fitzpatrick studio. Great to be with you, and it's time for something to happen in Brandon, Florida. Yeah, you hear that? We're sick and tired of it. And who's this guy with me on the screen? Usually I start the show by myself. It's Heyman Montejeda. Welcome to the Buff Show. Great to have you. Thank you for having me. From the Freedom Law School, right? Freedom Law School. So cool. Turn turned down Bryson Gray there a little bit. Well, we're going to play this for a while, man, because we got a big Let's Go Brandon rally on the, on the horizon. Starting tomorrow, Payment, tell us all about it. Well, for those people who are sick and tired of the lies and the deception and the control, you know, they people just want to live and let live. Live a free life like America was meant to be. We have this anti-establishment event called Let's Go Brandon Rally in Brandon, Florida, where people get to hear from 16 of the very best truth, health, and freedom speakers that people want to hear from and need to hear from. So it's going to be starting Friday night at the Sheraton Hotel in Brandon, Florida. It's going to be the big event Saturday and Sunday and Monday. I'll do a special class all day on how we can stop supporting and paying our enemies in IRS, FBI, DOJ, CIA, uh, CDC, all these criminals that are become enemies in American people. They consider us as terrorists, parents who object to what's being taught to the children are called terrorists now by the U.S. Department of Injustice. If people are tired of all that, they want to learn the truth, they could come to this event in person, meet some, some of the greatest people they want to hear and what to do, and stop funding our enemies. No, that's exactly right. We're sick of it. Now, you are going to be talking about how to break free from the IRS deception, robbery, and slavery and live a truly free life. Very excited about that. That's going to be awesome. And this is in Brandon, Florida at the Sheridan. And April 1st, and it goes all weekend, guys. We're going to talk about some of these speakers here because it covers all kinds of segments. Clean up on aisle 46 payment. I mean, for crying out loud, this guy's going to get us into World War III. Yeah, Biden is a disaster. You know, uh, the fact of the matter is that, however, the criminality of the U.S. government, the communists, have taken over our country. It's been going on for decades. And Biden and Clinton and, and the Bushes are just, just the tip of the iceberg of the deeper level of corruption that has been going on 
for a long time. For example, you know that I have not filed and paid any income tax openly for 29 years. The IRS well knows about me. They had me under criminal investigation and other investigations continually since 1994, yet I'm free. Why is that? Because they know I discovered the truth about income tax fraud. I come from Iran where we have no freedoms there. Folks, we have freedom of speech here, freedom of press, right to bear arms, jury trial, and so much more. We just have to wake up and stop paying this income tax that we legally are not required to pay the only people who are legally, as found on government's own legal websites, pay the income tax, are citizens and residents of Washington, D.C., and federal government workers. Rest of us have no legal requirement whatsoever to pay for our own destruction, for wars, for abortion, bail out the banks, the criminality and waste that goes on in Washington, D.C. And I will show you guys during the weekend and Monday and how to break free completely lawfully and safely. No, that is great. I can't wait to hear that because it sounds like uh, kind of like the unions. You can still keep your job and break your union membership. So you can do the same thing with the IRS then. Basically. So you never had to belong to a union and you never legally had to pay the federal income tax. Even in 1913 law that the first income tax was written did not apply to the 50 states. It applied to Washington, D.C., Philippines, and some federal territories. And over the years, these territories came out of the definition of uh, what's United States in the federal tax law. So it's now only Washington, D.C., resident citizens and federal workers that have to pay income tax. Well, good, because I hate what they do with our tax money. I hate what they do with it. They give it to the lazy, the stupid, and the people that like killing babies. I'm not cool with that. So, yeah, I don't want to pay for that stuff. And you don't have to. That's a great result. <laughs> you know, they have me look me at as a potential fraudulent tax protest promoter back in 1994 for a year and a half. Then elected me 19, in 2003 as an abusive tax shelter promoter. And after 13 years, they closed that investigation. See, I've beaten them. You see, and I'm telling people openly, folks, you have no legal constitutional, ethical, or moral duty to pay any of this income tax to your enemies in U.S. government. Stop paying our enemies to destroy you, and you know, you're going to start loving freedom. It's so wonderful to be free. I want everybody to go check out letsgobrandonrally.org. Letsgobrandonrally.org. For those of you on the radio, for those watching the video, it's right there in the ticker. Let's go, Brandon rally.org this is just one small taste of what's going to happen you know what else i don't want to fund i don't want to fund china right i don't want to fund china and their research in the wuhan labs and stuff like that i don't want to fund any of that there's a there's a whole expose that the the uh, government needs to do on the origins of the china flu but the Democrats don't want to do it. And I see that you have David Martin, Dr. Lee Merritt, 
Stu Peters, and Lee Dundas, right? Yes. So all these people are going to be talking about issues like the original, uh, the origins of the China flu, the mandates that really hurt us all, the lockdowns that put our children in a big, giant mess. There's multiple speakers that are going to be covering that. Yes, we're going to cover every facet of the corona deception and lies. You know, all the stuff that's censored on YouTube and Facebook. Guess what? You will get to hear the truth. In fact, while you're at it, check out Freedom Law School's website, livefreenow.org as well. If you're interested in living free now, you want to go to livefreenow.org as well and take the seven steps to free yourself of IRS deception, robbery, and slavery now. Okay, what was that website again? I want to write it down because I want to live free. <laughs> Livefreenow.org. Okay. And take the seven steps on there. Very good. Now, we also have Joel Patrick. Very cool guy. We love Joel Patrick. And he's the legendary black redneck. I mean, we're getting all kinds of diversity in here. All kind of people. We got we got Walter West talking about how you know, we're invaded. Two million people are coming illegally, invading our country from the Mexican border. And the corrupt media is distracting us with Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Look, the world is not a pretty place, not a perfect place. But whatever is going on over there has nothing to do with Canada, has nothing to do with Brazil or United States over here. We don't need to be distracted with all that over there we got to focus on our borders that's right walter west will talk about that that's and jack right. maxi who's got hunter light by his laptop uh he's going to be there maybe uh he might be on video because he's on a run right now because he's under attack he's been threatened so he's in switzerland we might have him come by video is uh, versus a person but you're going to get all this stuff at letsgrowbrandonrally.org, the details. Yeah, this will be great. So much information, so much stuff going on. I really appreciate you coming on and talking about this. It's going to be great. I texted uh, Bryce and Grace said, thanks for letting us use the song. And uh, maybe we can uh, get him up there too, but it's just going to be great. I want everybody to check out the website for tickets. Sheraton Tampa Brandon Hotel. 10221 Princess Palm Tree Avenue in Tampa, Florida. And if you use the code LGB50 for 50% off, you can save a lot of money and get there and uh, really enjoy the speakers and everything like that. Very cool stuff. Well, Payman, uh, Matajeda, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Such great information. People are really getting jacked about this. Mm -hmm. My pleasure. It's, a, it's a, my fun thing once a year to do these great events and give people the opportunity to have knowledge to be free. The knowledge to be free is what's really important. you got to be free and you got to live free. And top of the government tyranny, for crying out loud. And it's the perfect place to have it. Brandon, Florida. Let's stand up for our kids. Let's live free. And let's learn more about how to get rid of the IRS, too. That's awesome. Payment, thank you so much for joining us on the show. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. We'll post a link to this on the website for everyone to see. Otherwise, we'll be right back on The Buff Show. Much more to come. You stay with us. 
Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. Happy hour drafts every day of the week and all day Sunday. Dollar off drafts and house wines, $2 off well liquors. And Liam Fitzpatrick's has tons of special events tonight. It's Taco Tuesday on Thursdays. Live music and specials all night on tacos, tequila, and margaritas. Friday's live music and happy hour, then brunch with $10 champagne over the weekend. Mention the Buff Show, get 10% off your order. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary, LiamFitzpatrick's.com. Hey, you may have heard radio show hosts talking trash on solar. Yes, even conservative talk show hosts. There was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles, carbon emissions, and panel production. It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem. Shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. Politics, global warming, and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? It's a rigged game and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeroes out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show. Welcome back to The Buff Show on AM 950, 94.9 FM, The Answer Orlando. Matt Buff, your host here in the Liam Fitzpatrick studio on this Thursday, Thursday. Yeah, the big finale for the week. So we're just having a great time on the show and made a new friend yesterday on The Buff Show. So it's very exciting to welcome uh, Julia Freeland. Uh, she's the comms director for the RNC here in Florida and communication is something that the RNC has had trouble with in the past <laughs> when it comes to messaging and stuff like that. But you know what, with the parents on our side, with everything else that's going on against the woke left, I think we're all becoming unified and we might see historic gains in the 2020 midterms, as long as there's no tomfoolery, tomfoolery, right. Julia, there's a word for you. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah, there was actually an article last night about how Republicans are poised to have an, a historical election this midterm, these midterms. You know, we have Florida Democrats across the ballot that are just defending Joe Biden at every single turn. And it's going to they're going to be punished by the voters in November. And it's going to be a historic election. Um, they won't have any statewide elected Democrats after we're done with them in, in 2022. No, not at all. So talk about, just so everybody knows, just talk about your job and your role and what you're doing here in Florida. Okay, so my role down here um, is I'm working with reporters to get our message from the national level um, out to the state. So Florida is very important to the Republican Party. You know, we 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 are now up by 100,000 voters, Republican voters in the state of Florida. That's a huge, huge win for us. Um, but we're not giving up. We're still completely invested in the state. And, you know, we are not neglecting voters like Democrats are. There's been reporting that the DNC isn't even, you know, here or present. 
Democrats can't even recruit candidates down in South Florida. They've got dropouts like Deutsch and Stephanie Murphy already. Things are just not looking good for them. And even in traditionally blue areas like like Broward and and Palm Beach, we're making up closing those gaps. Um, So my job here is, you know, to stick to hear from voters, to get our messaging out across the state and, you know, continue, um, continue with this momentum through November. Do you work with a lot of candidates and things like that? We um, we back the incumbents. Um, we just endorsed statewide incumbents, uh, the governor, the lieutenant governor, Ashley Moody. Um, I, sorry, not the lieutenant governor, but Ashley Moody. Um, and the AG, uh, right? AG. Yes, yes, yes yeah. sir. Um, and Marco Rubio. Um, everyone, every Republican up for re-election um, that's not in a primary this coming November. Marco Rubio, they see him as vulnerable. That's why Val Deming is just going over there. She was a mess for Orange County. Now she wants to destroy the Senate, too. Right. I think she she's one of those Democrats who pretends like she's very moderate to try and uh, kind of scheme voters into voting for her. Um, but at the end of the day, she's voted with 100 percent of the time with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Um, she is as radical as they come, though she won't admit it. And, you know, that that's going to be her play in November. You know, she's going to say, I'm a moderate. I, I'll be good for the state. And it's like, no, we know what your voting record is. We know what you support. Um, you, you can't hide it. So um, I don't see him as vulnerable. I see him, you know, as sailing to re-election. I think it's going to be a great year for us. And I think um, we're going to keep our Republican leadership. We call this the year of the parent. Would you agree with that? I would 100% agree. And Casey DeSantis said it best when she said, you know, the GOP is on the side of the parents. This is the year of the parent. Um, That's what we're looking at. Florida Democrats can keep, you know, advocating for teaching gender identity and sexual orientation to five-year-olds, but we're going to keep backing the parents and we're going to keep calling this the year of the parent. It started over in Virginia. It's going to carry on throughout all 50 states and it's going to be a good year for us. Let me ask you this. What would you call me, right? We just met though, right? We just met. Right. But what would you call me if I was talking to a five-year-old about sexual activity, right? Right. Gender studies and gender fluidity and um, just all kinds of gender and sexual based stuff. A five-year-old that wasn't my kid, what would you call me? Well, I, I'm very polite. So <laughs> I would try to be polite. Um, I would just, you know, I would say that's kind of odd. I don't really know. Um, I think you have to look past the Democrat virtual the virtue signaling and these theatrics that they do. They pick and choose when they want to get involved in in things like this. Um, it, you know, there, there was a scandal that it kind of went uncovered in the media, which is not, not unexpected, but the, uh, Chamath Papatia, I believe I'm probably, uh, you know, not saying his name correctly, but he, he said, who cares about the Uyghurs, um, in China? And he's a, and he's a major donor to Florida Democrats. We called on the Florida Democrats to give back the donations that Chamath had given, given them. And they didn't respond for comment. We kind of put them in a corner, but you know, they didn't seem to care about that. So there are things that they care about and things that they don't just depending on, you know, what they can get a little attention with, but you have to look past all of that and you have to wonder why they want little kids learning this. You really have to wonder. 
Well, I mean, and that's why I pose that question. It makes me uncomfortable even talking about it, but that's why I pose that question. If you support what they're pushing for on the left, that kind of makes you a pervert. I mean, it it really does. If you you want to, I mean, we're talking about three-year-olds to seven-year-olds here. And if you want to talk about that stuff, I mean, that's a, that's a little odd, like you said. The, the polite version, we'll just say the polite version, like you said. Right. It's a little odd. And yes. when, you t- when, when I got your email about the seven-page letter, when you read the seven pages, it's just like this isn't the time in that child's life to be talking about that right. stuff. And the, per- the parents have a right to know what's going on and, and have a say. Right. And, you know, I think COVID kind of exposed a lot of what was going on in classrooms. And I think that kind of, you know, started the momentum. Parents wanted to know what's going on in their child's classroom, you know, and Joe Biden being kowtowing to teachers unions like the AFT, Randy Weingarten. I think a lot of parents started to wake up and say, who is controlling education? I don't want politicians in my child's classroom. I want to have the guiding force. I want to have the guiding say in what my child is learning. Um, So I think that woke up a lot of parents. And I think that drumbeat will continue on. And you know, we have the backing of the majority on our side. Democrat primary voters support the GOP. It's now a law, uh, the parental rights and education law. It is now a law. Um, even even their own voters, their primary voters, which are the most usually the most jazzed up bunch that they get, um, they support the GOP law as do majority of Republicans, de- Democrats, independents. Um, so it's very telling to me. And I don't I'm not really sure why they're doubling down on it and, you know, recruiting Hollywood elites, West Coast liberals to build for billboards across the state and actually in state capitals across the country. I'm not really sure why when public sentiment is not on their side. And frankly, it makes them look bad. Yeah, it's just a, it's a really small amount of voices that are screaming really loud that they're listening right. to. And right. Disney's shooting himself in their foot. Their target audience is the kids we're talking about. Right. And they're they're insulting those parents. I mean, they're, right. I think they should and definitely need to take a hit on this and, and end the self-governance. You mentioned Randy Weigarden. Um, Jimmy Carter was a failure, but one of the biggest failures was the, creating the Department of Education. As you can see now, the Department of Education has not been successful for our kids. Um, it is not. And no government programs typically are when it comes to the local level. But now we see this ballooning of government like we've never seen before with the Biden regime. I mean, I think a lot of people, not just the social issues with the kids, but the money in their pocket is going away to high inflation and big gas prices and unbelievable government spending might still be on the way. Right. Big government can't be the solution. And that's got to be on the ballot in 2022 as well. Right. And I think that uh, Governor DeSantis serves as a very, very good foil to Joe Biden. We have a 40 year inflation high in this country. And Joe Biden is taxing working Florida families at the gas pump and at the grocery store and everywhere. Um, and I, you know, inflation Inflation is going to be one of, other than parents' rights, that is going to be one of the main guiding forces that will take voters to the polls in November. It doesn't matter if they're Democrats, independents, Republicans. You know, if you have less money in your wallet and it's because of inflationary spending and even liberal economists are saying that Joe Biden fueled his own inflation crisis, you know, that's going to drive people to the polls. So that makes my job a little bit easier. And, you know, we're, we're just trying to get the message across that Joe Biden is is terrible for this country. But thank God we have Ron DeSantis. 
Yeah, Ron DeSantis, we, we always see on social media people from other states saying, I wish we had Ron here. I wish we run. There shouldn't be only one Ron DeSantis. You know right. what I mean? Yes, I see that. Just following the law and the Constitution and giving parents the right. Why is there only one? <laughs> I, I, I wonder that myself, too. Um, I think that he has served as a model for, uh, for, for leadership across the country in 2020 you know, with COVID lockdowns, that took away a lot of people's youth. It took away education from kids. Virtual learning is not the same as in-person learning and forced masking. He was ahead of the curve on so many issues. And to that, I give him an enormous amount of credit. Even for myself as a young person, I wanted to move to Florida because I knew here I would be free. I wouldn't have to wear a mask to go to a bar, even though the mask mandates did not make any sense. I moved from a a liberal city to paradise, frankly, for freedom, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it's a completely different scenario. and that, yeah. But it's all within the confines of the United States. I yeah. mean, we get we went to um, uh, CPAC this year, and people coming down here from Michigan and stuff, they were still a little shocked in how free we were walking around, right. not social distancing and in masks. There's still kids on lockdown and in masks. It's pure right. child abuse. And people come down here and they're like, they're kind of in sticker shock, but it's all the United States. Right. Even though they've shown that forced masking actually harms a child's development. There are studies, you know, even the Atlantic um, reported on it. You know, it's unreal to me that liberal, liberal states across the country are still doing this, even in the face of evidence. I mean, they pick and choose when, I, when they want to listen to the science. But there is evidence that it's harmful to a child's brain development. Um, it leads to speech impediments. It's just not good for children. And, you know, here you can breathe freely. And it's the one thing that I get visitors all the time. And they're like, I still cannot believe that you are living this freely. And I'm like, I, I can't believe you're not, you know. No, that's right. How can people help? What can they right. do? Where can they go? I mean, you you can vote with your feet and everyone can move down to Florida. Um, no, they can send a message to liberal liberal states that, you know, we don't we don't want to be governed like this. We want to live we want to live in Florida. We want to live where we have a, a governor who, who supports us living our lives. Not we, we cannot live in this dystopian for for years to come just because democrats say that's what the science says which by the way they don't even follow their version of the science joe biden picks and chooses when when he wants to wear a mask or take it off it's not about the science it never was it was always about control yeah it's a little weird watching that guy get his fourth shot too by the way <laughs> and i and i like the reporter yesterday that said what hurt more the shot or us because <laughs> he seemed very pained when having to answer a question so much more to go let's do this again julia friedland florida comms director republican national committee definitely let's do it again thank you matt thank you so much we'll be right back on the buff show you guys stay with us action plus pressure cleaning is the official pressure washing company of the buff show while matt's doing the dirty work on the show action plus pressure washing has been doing the dirty work for the last 15 years in central florida they use a soft wash system to clean pool enclosures driveways pool decks houses and commercial property they even clean large and small parking lots and buildings wow action plus offers other services such as lawn maintenance one-time service to weekly service mowing weeding edging and trimming and hauling away debris you can get more than one service and they offer bundle pricing Check out their weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly services for lawn maintenance and ask about their free standard two-driveway with house wash services. Family-owned and operated, get your free estimate at actionpluspressurecleaning.com or call 386-506-1048. That's 386-506-1048. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning. They aim to please. 
since 2012. Cellulartronics has been providing Central Florida with the best phone repair, electronics repair, and computer repair. They fix all electronics from iPhone, Samsung, Sony, and many more. They also do TV repair and fix your tablets. Right now, you can get a glass back cover for the iPhone 8 to an iPhone X for only $95. iPhone 11 and up back covers are only $120. With one super convenient location, 31 South Charles Richard Beale Boulevard in DeBerry. Or call them at 386-516-6185. Visit Cellulartronics.com. Cellulartronics. Welcome back to the Buff Show, AM 950, 94.9 FM, The Answer Orlando, and it's Thursday, and you know what that means? That is Freedom Foundation Thursday on the Buff Show. How cool is that? Everybody's excited. Let's bring on Sydney Phillips, attorney. Welcome to the Buff Show. Great to have you, Sydney. Good to be here, Thanks. And Tim Snowball's with us, too, another legal attorney for Freedom Foundation. Great to have you as well. Matt, I, I feel like I'm the last one from the foundation to be invited on. So this is a major career milestone for me. So thank no, you for having you, me. You might be the last one. I'm, I'm sure we've talked to everyone else. So it's great to have you on the show. It's so cool. But um, usually we're talking about, you know, the Freedom Foundation and what they're doing on the streets, right? What the uh, reps are doing, what the uh, everyone's doing when it comes to teaching people about the unions. But I'm really excited to have you both on to talk about some of the legal victories and legal aspects that you guys uh, been doing. Sydney, I'm going to start with you. You had a victory in front of, of Washington Appellate Court on Monday. They, they concluded that it is possible for Freedom Foundation to potentially identify as news media because of all the information you put in form of newsletters, magazines, blog posts. Talk about how that's important and what that case meant to the Freedom Foundation. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Uh, we uh, our, our main goal is always to inform public employees of their constitutional rights and be able to, to help them opt out of the union. And we do that. Um, by receiving public records from from state and local government. But in addition to that, we also talk about a number of topics um, involving what our government's doing, how it's spending our money, who it's employing. And uh, the the state of Washington um, has said, you know, you can't get this certain information unless you fit into the specific news media category. And um, the Court of Appeals just said, you know, the Freedom Foundation has a right to be able to argue that they're news media. They print um, magazines, newspapers. They have a regular blog. They do all kinds of informing of, of citizens and people in the state of Washington about what's going on with their government. And so it would be appropriate for them to be able to have some more additional information um, provided to the court and make that determination final. No, that's good. This is America, right? Where um, you're able to put out information. I'm sure that wasn't too much of a legal challenge when it came to that. No, it's it's one of those tactics, though, that we've seen time and time again, where the unions really try to stop us from being able to access this information. They don't want public employees to know their constitutional rights. And so this is one of our, our regular battles. Um, and it, it's one that's been going on for a number of years. And so it was great to have a win from the Court of Appeals in Washington. We just interviewed a guy who was talking about freedom from the IRS. And I brought you guys up, Tim. I did because I'm like, we have another group that talks about freedom from unions. Based on a law with Janice, we have freedom from the unions. Based on another law from something else 
only really federal employees are re required to pay income tax. And so it's just funny. I'm like, this is a great follow-up in, in, into that. And, and Tim, it's just shocking when teachers and workers learn that, wait a minute, I can still keep my job and put more money in. And it's just, their, their mind's blown. It's like people are so low informed because of the one narrative that we have in this country. But, well, my, my question is always, what do they have to hide? I mean, we're talking about the First Amendment to the United States Constitution here. We're talking about a Supreme Court case from 2018 allowing employees this, you know, affirming their right to make their own decision about how their money is going to be spent. You would think the unions would want people to know about their constitutional rights. So that's always my question is, well, what's, what's the big secret and why do they want to keep this uh, information hidden? Because they're ripping us off. That's, <laughs> that's exactly why you don't do things if you're not. Uh, <laughs> it's like your kids, right? If they're not, if, if they don't want you coming in their room, that means they did something wrong. I mean, that's just that's just the way it is. You argued, Tim, uh, on behalf of two Freedom Foundation clients in California in federal court on union forgery cases. Um, yeah, talk about the uniqueness of that. Yeah, it happened, happened on Monday, and uh, we were before a federal judge in Southern California in Los Angeles. And so, you know, as I mentioned, you have this case in 2018, the Janus case, that basically says that employees can make their own decision about how their money is going to be spent. And when they decide to give their money to a union, a political entity, they're waiving their First Amendment rights. And so when you look at how the unions reacted to Janus, I think it was somewhat predictable. They changed tactics, and suddenly it becomes about, well, people who've signed these little cards that you know, very few people read that has fine print on it saying you can only uh, stop paying at this certain date or here's these uh, T's you have to cross or I's and all these different rules. All of a sudden it became a contract issue. Well, one of our clients in that case in Southern California never signed a card, never signed a card, never signed anything. They just start taking her money without her consent, with no contract. And so we, we, you know, we drug them into court, which is what the foundation does. You know, we try to shoot a warning shot across the bow, so to speak, of these unions when they won't let somebody out, uh, according to the Constitution. Uh, they wouldn't let her out. We wound up filing a lawsuit. Suddenly we file the lawsuit and they say, oh, my goodness, we made a mistake. And here's your money back. And we, gee, gosh, we sure are sorry about that. And please dismiss this lawsuit. Well, we didn't dismiss the lawsuit. We're in for the long haul. And so... Uh, we were before the federal judge in that case, and I explained to the judge, I said, look, they're trying to hold our client to a non-existent contract. And that's something quite different than many other cases that have been filed after Janice. Looks like with these two plaintiffs, one went for like four months, the other went for three years. Three <laughs> right. years. Something like two years, right. And so the point is, you know, when a union uses someone's money to go out in the public sphere and to speak on political issues and engage in the political arena, that is something that implicates the First Amendment. And as the Supreme Court has said, unions' feet have to be held to the fire on that stuff. The legal aspect, Sydney, is a great tool for the Freedom Foundation. The fact that the attorneys can go out there and fight for these people, because uh, like we've been saying the whole interview, a lot of these people are ill-informed and then they're scared. Like, well, if I submit a letter to stop deducting, are they going to use one of those loopholes that you and Tim have been talking about? I mean, it's really great that you guys can be there for that. I'm sure you've seen a lot of that since your time there. Oh, yeah. Um, we've had, honestly, Matt, you, you'd be surprised at the tactics that we see. We see all kinds of things from forgeries to lies to to outright um 
convincing people that this is the right choice and then like just on the back end switching everything gaslighting people it's it's pretty egregious and it becomes um really frustrating to see this day in and day out but it's so awesome to be able to be the ones to um give hope to these people to actually help them get out of their union get confirmation that they'll never have to join again get their money back um and and have their rights vindicated um these people are are hardworking public citizens um, who who work in a lot of jobs. We see a lot of people who take care of family members who are sick, um, and so you you have these really you know these people that don't have a lot of time or money to spend on fighting these issues. And the Freedom Foundation is here to to help them win their legal battles. We do everything from from demand letters all the way to federal lawsuits, and um, we've even. Uh, uh, been involved in cases going to the U.S. Supreme Court. So we we are dedicated to this fight. We are always ready to continue pushing um, new issues that are raised and and being able to help any individual who comes to us that says, you know, my union's doing something bad to me. Help me out. Which is more people than you, Tim, probably could ever count. Uh, just there's so many that don't say some. We're thinking here maybe in Florida we're just going to create sovereignty and put a wall up between us and Georgia. And because... These Democrats, when Clarence Thomas was in the hospital, I said, can we have two armed guards? I just don't put anything <laughs> past these guys. And I'm sure you can tell story after story of nefarious activity. Just the, the forgery case this Monday, when she even submitted a request to have it stopped. And they said, oh, yeah, we did. But they just didn't. I mean, it's just a bold-faced lie. Which, which I mean, makes it, I always wish I could be a fly on the wall, like when the actual legal papers get served on somebody who's not expecting a lawsuit, right? And I think that's really what this comes down to. I think the unions uh, and their partners in government are so used to pushing people around that they don't expect people to be able to fight back, which is what makes it even more, uh, you know, pleasurable and, and rewarding to work for an organization like Freedom Foundation is someone contacts us, they've got a problem, otherwise they would not be able to fight back. They're able to tap into our resources and able to uh, to utilize us to fight back on their behalf, which is, I think, fantastic. Well, Cindy, let's go back. You're, you're exactly right. And let's let's piggyback on that, Cindy, because in your case you had on Monday, they want to shut you up, too, because of those servings that Tim's talking about. They don't want those anymore. They don't want people knowing about you. And we, they just want the domination and control over everyone in this country. And, and uh, Jackson uh Judge Jackson uh, probably will get confirmed on the Supreme Court. And that's another problem for Freedom Foundation and people want to want freedom from the unions. Yeah, it, it becomes really difficult um, when we have a system that's that's really rigged against um, public employees. Right. You have you have unions who are supposed to be representing them who don't. You have um, state governments, local governments who don't want to provide records, don't want to inform people of their constitutional rights, don't think it's their obligation. And then we have courts that are um, very much uh, based on what their political leanings are. We're starting to see this more and more in, in especially on the West Coast. We've seen it for a long time. Um, and that becomes really difficult for for um, individuals who who want to be able to 
you know, assert their rights and their freedoms and um, have people like the Freedom Foundation represent them. And it, it becomes this really difficult um, battle where we have to go all the way every single time to be able to win for them. But um, that's that's one of those things that we're going to con continue to see more and more as um, as the the nature of the court changes and, and as more um, political entities get involved in those kinds of changes. Yeah, well, that's why we got to keep up the fight. And we'll keep doing it our part by getting the word out there. Um, go to the freedomfoundation.com, everyone. There's plenty of great resources on there. You can quickly get a hold of somebody and you can see the staff on there. And Tim, I think you were the last person to be on the Buff Show from the Freedom Foundation. Like send me a little certificate or something that I can put back. <laughs> that's right. Give you a dollar on the wall or something. A Joe Biden buck. <laughs> Absolutely worthless, but it's a good memento. Well, good stuff, guys. Thank you so much for joining us and, and getting this information out there. Congratulations, Sydney and Tim, on, on the work you guys did this week and the result that you got from it. Maybe you should do like, you know, they have the cop show. Maybe you should do a show that follows people around getting served from the Freedom Foundation. That would be a good idea. I'd watch it, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> watch that show. Thank you guys so much. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Thanks bye. Okay, we'll be right back. One final segment to go on The Buff Show. You guys stay with us. You heard about the simple math with a solar electric system earlier in the show. Not all homes qualify. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts about solar for 22 years. We have experts to perform no cost, no obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar. Call All Solar Energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com. Let them know you heard about it from me, Matt Buff, on The Buff Show. Veritas Tactical. Tactical, a family and law enforcement owned company where you can get custom built ARs with purpose built precision. They have a full line of handguns like Glock, Six Hour, Smith & Wesson and get your everyday carry items and accessories. Moreover, they are your Liberty Safe dealer. Need training? Veritas Tactical has all you need from getting your CCW to advanced tactical courses, female survival courses and force on force scenarios. Veritas Tactical has a full time gunsmith on site, Sarah coating services, laser engraving and more. Mention the Buff Show and get a $25 discount on courses. You'll find Veritas Tactical at 207 North Goldenrod Road, Suite 200 in Orlando. Contact Veritas Tactical, 407-309-3000, 407-309-3000, and at VeritasTactical.com. Veritas Tactical. Welcome back to the Buff Show in 915, 94.9. The Answer Orlando, my Buff, your host in the Liam Fitzpatrick studio. And our last segment is reserved for authors on the show. And people always ask, Matt, how do you stay so happy in perilous times? We have to be happy warriors on the Buff Show. We got to find the humor in things sometimes. Otherwise, you go crazy. And we're going to talk to exactly who we need to talk to about happiness. All right, so I'd like to welcome Jay Bujishevsky on the show. Welcome, Jay. Great to have you. Good to be with you. 
All right. I didn't butcher the name too bad. You didn't butcher it at all. <laughs> Very good. And something else we can't butcher is our self-esteems, right? And our lifestyles and our happiness. How about that for a segue? Well, that's a pretty good segue, although I'll give it, I'll tell you a little admission. There's a whole chapter of the book about how reasonable confidence is good, but self-esteem alone is not going to make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start there. The book is How and How Not to Be Happy. We're going to post the links and the book is available everywhere. But self-esteem, that's right. There's more levels to that. Yes. Yes, that's right. Uh, you know, there's even been some research on this. They, uh, they, put, uh, they put some students in classes and the ones who were not achieving very well, they tried to boost their self-esteem and they thought, well, they'll all do better. You know what? The control group did okay, but the group they tried to boost the self-esteem of did worse. Really? Uh, yeah, you, you should have. It's good to have some confidence. But that confidence needs to be based on what you can actually do. So the important thing is you, you don't want to be a timid coward, but you want to uh, you want to learn to base your confidence on your qualities, on your moral character, on your uh, your ability to handle responsibility and so forth. And then, you know, you're going to be much better. You'll do much better. No, that's very good. And, and happiness is a big issue today about just being you know, pure happiness. Um, why humans desire happiness and what? It, why do they do that? And what is the importance of striving to be happy? Well, in one sense, uh, everybody wants to be happy and everybody's already striving for it. Although some people strive for it in pretty perverse ways. You might, some people even give up. They say, they say, Oh, I, I'm, I'm, it's too hard to be happy. I'm not going to even try to be happy anymore. And what, what that actually means is that they still are trying to be happy, but they have the strange idea that if they don't make any effort at it, they'll be happier, right? That's their strategy. Now, I, I, think, that, uh, I think that we need to avoid some, some blind alleys on this. And I talk about those in the book and I talk about the right, the right ones. But you say, why do we want to be happy? Well, that's like saying, why do we want to be alive or why do we, why do we want to be healthy? Happiness is the word for human flourishing, for thriving, for doing well and, and, uh, and, uh, and living well. As you know, a tomato plant has to thrive. We have to thrive too. The tomato plant doesn't experience happiness because it's not a rational being, but we can. And so we have to give some thought to this. And, and you know, Matt, when I say give some thought to it, I don't mean being obsessed all the time and saying, am I happy yet? Am I happy yet? Obsession <laughs> is not the path to happiness, but there are some things that we can avoid and some things that we can do and they help a lot. That's like the kid in the car saying, are we there yet? Are we there are yet? Are we there yet? Yes, crazy. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, I can't wait any longer. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not happy yet? Yeah, no, that's right. But you also talk about 13 myths about what make what will make us happy. And I bet self-esteem is one of them. Self-esteem was one of them. There's the idea that wealth will make you happy. Almost nobody admits to thinking that wealth will make you happy, but a lot of people do, in fact, believe it. Most of my students, I say, why did you choose your major? They say, I wanted to pull down the big bucks. I thought I'd make some money that way. Um People believe sometimes, uh, especially people who are sick, they believe health will make them happy. If only I'd be healthy. 
healthy and beautiful, you know, goods of the body, then I'll have everything, then I'll be happy. Well, it's not as simple as that. In fact, there are some sick people who are, who are reasonably happy and there, are some, uh, and there are some awfully healthy people who aren't. Sometimes people think that if only they have meaning in their life, they will be happy. Well, meaning is important, but you want to latch on to the right meaning. You have to latch on to meaning that is really true. There was a fellow in a 12-step group once who said that for him, the power greater than himself that was going to help him kick his alcohol habit was electricity. He thought that would give him meaning in life. But, you know, I'm sorry to say that was uh, he was putting his money on the wrong horse there. So, so meaning is important. You know, there's a... There's a grain of truth in every one of these errors or they wouldn't be plausible. Sure, you need meaning, but it has to be the right meaning. Sure, you need some material resources or you can't feed your family. You can't put a, put a roof over your head. Sure, you need, uh, you need uh, uh, you know, some of these, you need to, it's good to be healthy, but it doesn't follow that all of these things by themselves are going to make you happy. No, it doesn't. I want to talk about perfection for a second. Yeah, because sometimes people confuse perfect happiness with perfection, but we're talking about being imperfect. You, nobody's perfect, but there's a difference between that and perfect happiness. Yeah, there is a difference between that and perfect happiness. Now, um, uh, what I argue in the book is that the, the, the happiness, okay, there are all these happiness gurus out there who promise you bliss all the time uh, and always up with no downs. That in this life is not possible. Your happiness is always going to be imperfect in this life. Even if you do all the right things, it depends on some things that you can't control completely. It's going to be fragmentary. It, there, will be some, there will be some downs. There is also suffering in life. On the other hand, you can cope with these things. If you develop good moral character, then you're better able to deal with bad fortune when it comes. And you also know what to do with good fortune, too, because, you know, as, as one wise man once said, good fortune in excess might better be called bad fortune because it, make, it can make a wreck of your life if you don't know how to deal with it. And uh, so the wisdom and the good character to deal with these is really the most important thing here. It isn't a, it isn't a magic wand that's going to make you blissfully happy, but it is the most important thing. It is definitely the most important thing. And a fortune cookie is good, but don't listen to it, what it says on the inside. And maybe, yeah. maybe those lottery numbers might not work. They might not work. I like fortune cookies. I, I liked them a lot better when instead of lottery numbers, they gave fortunes. But all right, I can't have everything. <laughs> That's right. My now, happiness people, in this life is imperfect. <laughs> people are asking, why should I listen to Jay? Well, you have decades of study, right? You're a professor at the University of... Uh, of Texas at Austin, yes. and you're an internationally renowned philosopher. So you have done tons of research in your life to get to this point. Well, this, this, um, I, and I'll, I'll tell you, I've been, I, I know what happiness looks like because when I was a young man, I was bitterly unhappy and I really wanted to die. So I know the wrong approaches to this. The book, um, you say, why should people listen to Bujishevsky? Well, I'm not just saying, here I am, I'm this smart guy, just believe everything that I say. But you'll notice in the book, I'm trying to make use of the sensible things that wise people across the centuries have, uh, have said. I'm pulling together insights from fellows like, and I don't want this to scare people, Aristotle and Thomas Aquinas 
and uh, thinkers like that, Jonathan Swift, they uh, at Joseph Addison. These were wise men, but I try to present this it, this package in a um, in an accessible way, in a way that is not forbidding, so that you don't have to be a philosopher in order to understand this. Yeah, that's right. Sometimes it's just consciousness and the Holy Spirit talking to you. I mean, there's all well, kinds yeah. of things to do, and we just have to be willing to listen sometimes. Well, yes, you re, you comment on the Holy Spirit, and I I do I do I now I save it for I know a lot of my readers are um, are are leery about religion. They think I'm going to lead them off the deep end, but I prom I promise these readers that although I say some things about God and about the Holy Spirit at the very end of the book, I save it until then. So if they uh, if I've got a really God phobic reader who wants to read as far as he can and get something useful for his life and then stop reading then, be just before the God stuff, that's okay. He can do that. I think he'll find some things useful. I don't know why he would want to do that, though. That's like reading just up to the end of the mystery story and then saying, well, I'm not the kind of person who enjoys the solution to the mystery, so I won't read the last chapter. <laughs> we got to leave something for uh, the readers to get out of it. When they, when they the <laughs> That's book. right. That's yeah, right. I, mean, I don't want to put in too many spoilers here. I can also ask the one simple key to true joy and a happy life is in the book, too. But maybe we should just have them order it. Well, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Here's what it looks like. <laughs> nice, yeah. pretty uh, blue cover. It's easy to see in the bookstores. And then you have you written before? Yes, I've written about 15 books. Um, a most About half of them are, well, a little more than half are, are purely scholarly books. Um, I've written about line-by-line uh, -line commentaries on the great thinker Thomas Aquinas, for instance. But I've, but I've also written a number of books besides this for general readers. There's this one. There's a book I wrote called On the Meaning of Sex. That's for everybody. There's a book that I wrote called How to Stay Christian in College. There's one that I wrote called What We Can't Not no, a guide. It's about the common moral sense of the plain person, and I try to give a rational foundation for it. And you know, I just when you say that, and I want everybody to check out all the books, and we're going to post links on the buffshow.com. But when you say that, and you talk about the people that are very leery of hearing about God or hearing about Christianity, you think maybe they would be happier if they opened up their mind just a little bit? Well, I think so. I, I, I think that people, um, there's, there are several different kinds of fear. Sometimes there is a fear, what if I listened to that and took it seriously, I might have to change. I don't want to do that. The fear of well, change. Yeah, people are afraid of change. Uh, well, what if, what if change is what you need? What if it would, what if it would make you, um, what if it would leave you better off? There's also the fear, there's, there are some crazy things that are done in the name of religion, but I'm reasoning very carefully here in the yeah. book. There's, there's a difference between faith and reason but even faith, although it can't be proven on the blackboard, it's not just reason, even faith can be reasonable. And so I try to get as far as I can just by just by inviting my readers to reason together with me. And the book is available on Amazon and everywhere else? Yeah, wherever people get their books normally, if they go into a brick and mortar bookstore, even if the store doesn't have it, the store can order it. If they like to get their books by through some online seller, it's easy. It's it's uh, this is they can just get the book whatever way they get all their books. You need to come back home to Florida to do a book signing. I was there in January. I intend to okay. come again. 
yeah, that is awesome. Everybody check it out. Jay Bujishevsky. I'm getting really good at the name and I can't wait to read the book. It's awesome. Okay. Hey, I'm getting good at your name too. Buff, right? Yeah, there's two whole syllables. <laughs> okay. Jay, thank you so much for joining us on the show. It was truly our pleasure having you. Thank you. I enjoyed it. All right. Sounds good. And that'll do it for this evening. We'll see you next week.